It's us. Welcome to Radio Shack, a podcast where we talk about everything a teen would want to hear about. I'm Sid, I'm 18, in the process of applying to colleges in the UK and the US. I'm alright at school, I enjoy going to school. What about you, Hashem? I'm Hashem, I'm 17, I'm Palestinian, and um, to say the least, I like football. <laughs> to say the least, huh? <laughs> hey, here's Ali, um, I'm also 18, and I like a lot of music. Mm. Well, this stuff's dead. Um, I'm Chris. I like to laugh. Yeah, that, that's a fair. That's a fair analysis. He likes to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what, we, what are we talking about today, lads? <laughs> the student life. Stu- student laugh. life. Christian, what are your thoughts on student life? I have no thoughts because uh, the school, which is yes, I do not prefer it. Yeah, we all go to the same school, which is <laughs> it's yes, called it's the. <laughs> I'll just put a beep song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if 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 we ever mention the school by accident, you're never gonna hear it because yeah. we're anonymous. You don't know who we are. <laughs> we just didn't say. But our names. literally, we just said our names. At the yeah, intro. yeah, but like, someone sitting in Uganda is not gonna know who we are and which school we go to. It's okay. only our. Friends. I mean, someone in Uganda might be called Christian. Yeah, exactly, and they may be Christian too. The Holy Lord. <laughs> this guy, bro. It's not racist at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get to racism in a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, racism in football, especially. Yep. Oh. Hashem, then, what are your thoughts on student life? Um, I think our year is a very tight knit group, mm. um, and I think we're very close to. I think we push each other to the limit. Mm. That is important. Yeah, mm. um, and I think we all aspire to be the best we can, and honestly. I can't wait to enjoy the rest of the year. This is like, there's no like medium rare beef. Yeah. At least between like us and the... Uh, I mean, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. If there, if there is any beef, it'll only affect a minor- minority of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think it'll affect the, the momentum or morale of us uh, as, a, as a collective. Yeah. And I think like uh, all of us were in the same friend group and I would like describe us to be neutral. Like we're not in the extremes. Like we're not jocks. We're not fully nerds. Like, we're just there. We're just normal people. We're somewhere in the middle, basically. Yeah. We're just normal people who love going to school. Well, I do at least. And I think Ali and Hashem do. Christian, I don't know. He just likes to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know some people are, like, studying in the UK and they just, they can't mix in with their social group at school. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really tough having to spend all these hours in school, like, seven or six hours, and then you can't get along with anybody. And here's the thing, you can't take any, like, in their situation, they can't take any anything back from school. Like, they're not going to learn, <clears throat> if they learn anything from academics, cool, fine. But they're not going to learn anything beyond beyond the curricular stuff. Uh, yeah, it's like if there's a toxic, here's the thing, because we're, we're such a small number of people. So yeah, we're we'll, like 27. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have to know each other. Like, we see yeah. each other every day, we're going to have to talk. So. Yeah. But here's the thing, there are some in- interesting characters <laughs> in our year anyway. <laughs> That's least to say. <laughs> <laughs> No, I th- guys, no. please don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. 
um, yeah, I just think that, um, to be honest, uh, in my opinion, to make the most of uh, out of school, you just gotta enjoy it. Like, there's no point doing it if you're just gonna hate on it. You know, I I hear people saying, I hate school. I don't I don't like coming to it. Well, if you're gonna have the attitude, then you're just not gonna learn anything. From and I think it, and I think that's the same for anything anything yeah, you exactly. do in life in general. Yeah, yeah. Like I like maths. It's like I get good at it because I practice, and I practice because I love it. Ali likes music. I bet he does it because he likes it. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't do it because it's like a good thing on his application. He actually likes the thing. And Hashim is football. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's, you get to... And geography, don't forget. Something that you have a passion in. <laughs> <laughs> Where the coloring comes Coloring, coloring, coloring yeah. <laughs> When you're passionate about something, it, you, your performance is a lot more different. Yeah. You can, you can uh, yeah. show your best potential. When and it makes it, it makes something. the process of getting yeah. getting to your full potential that's, much that's, easier. That's the reason why people perform better in uni than in school because they do stuff they actually like. Yeah, yeah mm. but to be honest, like, um, well, of course you have to balance the workload. That's the difference between uni and school. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, but like, um, at least in our unnamed school, we get we get we don't get like offered a, a wide variety of subjects. But it's like if you're on the technical side or like the the artistic or the historic side of things. You're gonna get. You're gonna get to do what you like. Like you don't have an excuse to to make to make that you know make that claim that oh yeah the school doesn't offer me anything, yeah. which is not which is of my interest. So so I don't enjoy it. Like, and I and I think aside from um the curricular stuff, I think our school offers a lot of extracurricular stuff as well. Yeah. Like I think Ali music of course. Exactly. Myself sport uh, sports and particularly football. Yeah. Um. What else? I do the. Swimming thing, so yeah. <laughs> I do the MUN on the baiting stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I think there's like uh, something to do for everyone. Yeah, there's no so- shortage of, of activities yeah. that um, enhance a, um, like a student's mental capabilities. Yeah, like talking deeply about student life, what would you say is like uh, something which you struggle with, especially in year 13 or year 12, to be honest? Like, because I don't think I think people are going to be listening to us who are in year 12. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I, hope so. <laughs> um, I think more than anything, it's the jump from IG to to AS. I think people really underestimate. I think I underestimated. That's it. true. That's true. I. Uh, but to be honest, I found the jump from year, year twelve to year thirteen harder than the jump no, from year no, eleven no, to no, year twelve. Year thirteen is so jump from year twelve to year thirteen was so much easier than jump from. Year I think it's. To year I think really. it's just because we got used to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you we, can, we, like you get used to the work. We already know what and you kind of forced to. You kind of you're kind <laughs> of forced to get to the. You're yeah. kind of forced to get used to the to the workload. Otherwise, you're gonna get left behind. But like, yeah. there's so many new things that you haven't learned before that you just you gonna have to learn for year thirteen. I heard that someone. I heard someone say that year thirteen is just furthering the learning of year twelve. Year twelve, you learn the basics of what's happening. I think that's lot. <laughs> I think you further your learning anyway. Yeah. Um. To be honest, yeah, I just I just don't like it. Personally, I find it very very sad that people just make that excuse that oh yeah, I'm not I'm not doing the best I can because I don't like doing what I like. But like you are offered everything. I think nearly everything is offered in Kuwait, even though like it's a small country and stuff. There is something to do for everyone. There's sports. There's like music. There's cultural stuff. Yeah. There's this educational stuff. And I think recently and lately. Um, Oh yeah, by the way, we're in Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are in Kuwait. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> um, Imagine people from Uganda listening to this, like, what the hell is Kuwait? It's, it's in the Middle East. Hating, why are we hating so much? We, we are surrounded Uganda. by oil. <laughs> yes, basically oil. And if you search up the high, the best currency in the world, you find Kuwait. Yeah. 
created in our boys. Basically, Uganda in the desert. <laughs> Why are we stick coming? We love Ugandans. We love Uganda. We have nothing against yeah. Uganda. Next thing you know, you just Ugandan listeners <laughs> just arise. Can we even see that? We could probably see. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, probably on iTunes or something. We love Uganda. Yeah, shout out Uganda. <laughs> what is their leader? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what are we saying? Um, to be honest, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> um, so. One thing I found that w- which was really difficult was the was the jump from IG to a- year year 12 and year 12 to year 13 especially in the aspects of like time management you know like on, on one hand um the school forces us to do things which are going to better our applications and our like soft skills and stuff but on the other hand we don't have time for them you know so yeah, what, are, what are your thoughts on that I think a major part of of your time management would be studying techniques um yeah. cuz obviously you've got to you've got to alter it um moving into your 12 from year 11 yeah. year 11 was all about um memorization and getting basically jam packing information into your head um, to be honest I, i think it was not even memorizing information yeah, yeah. i was memorizing mark scheme year 11 yeah, yeah, yeah. to answer look, a question look, look at the test yeah. same question mark scheme copy yeah that test. was like just you just already copy like, paste people it. like So many math teachers have told us that anyone getting an a, like getting an A star in uh, in IG is nothing. It's like it's easy. Yeah. But like taking that to AS is another thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it only takes a look at um, Wusak in. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out! Shout out! Wusak. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Wusak. Um, in the US, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Boy. Uh, I mean, it only takes one look at Luke um, Wusak's. computer science um mid year revision <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. My yeah. Guy just my guy just opens his laptop doesn't even code mark scheme no he did, he did, the thing is to he didn't even bring past papers he just brought mark, mark scheme yeah, yeah yeah like i think i adopted the same the same style of learning because i was like there's literally no point in like educating myself because like at the end of the day for as i'm just talking about computer science but i don't use this for any other subject <laughs> but for computer science you're going to be learning all all that all those things in year 12 again and in year 13 again it's really repetition so it's like just get it over with in your year, year 11 but then actually focus in year 12 mm. i by the way want to do computer science in the future so ali what what do you think your study techniques are my study technique well basically same as you said understanding understanding is like it comes from for me understanding comes from experimenting a lot yeah. because if you can break something you get to see what a, what its core components are yeah. and how like different things you can manipulate and try and understand it to your in your own way mm. it's like I, i always mention the Feynman technique it's like when you can mm. explain something to a child then you've basically got the full understanding of it yeah and i think it the study technique for a person i think there's not just one set studying technique i think mm. it pretty much depends on the person yeah. and what they're comfortable with doing and what they're used to doing yeah um but then again that that studying technique has to be adapted from moving into year 12 from year 11 mm. Because, yeah 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 i mean speaking of studying techniques um year 12 and year 13 i think is all about understanding and i think yeah anyone anyone in our year, in our year would would say the exact same yeah um <clears throat> there's no point just knowing the information if you can't wrap your head around it yeah yeah um i mean to be honest i can give a personal anecdote on that when i think it was the first physics test last year 
uh, I think it was mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, estimations. Estimations. Uncertainty. Yes. Yeah. yes. Even now, the, even now, now, my me being uh, an extremely dumb person, I thought it would be a brilliant idea to of the same studying techniques I used in year eleven, and going and doing about ten past papers and trying to learn the mark scheme. But the curveball in the test, <laughs> they just bring about seven different boards exam papers, exam questions, and then I, I end up with a C. I mean, even the year 12s are struggling this year with uncertainty in physics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. Our, our, let's be honest, our exam, our exam board doesn't help. Like, no. they don't release past papers. Oh, yeah. And the past papers that they do release. Ohaka. <laughs> you, you try and figure out what Ohaka is. Yeah, that's what, that's, uh, to the, this to is the a viewer's uh, imagination. View, <laughs> this is undisclosed information as of yet, basically. Yeah. But yeah, I think it, the difference between what we were used to in physics and what Ohaka provided us with <laughs> was yeah. it was baffling to say the least yeah so like i would say the studying technique i used was uh pretty much like anything you learn in class you gotta go home brush up over it maybe over the weekend if you have time actually make notes on that stuff like i personally prefer notes with like uh color with a color scheme so like Use colors which pop out to you for, for writing equations or something down. So like when you're looking back at it, you remember the important stuff. And then after you're done with the notes, just straight go into practice, you know. Once you have the understanding, it's all about exam technique, you know. But 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 like, don't don't jump straight to the exam technique like you probably did in IG. You actually need to understand in year 13 to succeed. Yeah. To get to get like a B at least, you actually need understanding. And to get any respectable B. Yeah. Speaking of succeeding, you need EC extracurricular so you can succeed even further. What a segue. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> segue. That's yeah. facts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what extracurricular do you do, Christian? Currently, this is a shout out to my uh, fellow uh, culture people. I'm huh. currently volunteering in a uh, conference. Look at it's a... Non-profit organization which helps further the mind of Arabic world, of the Arab world and the GCC world. Well, you got the same phone as me. Yeah, I sent it to you. Phone. Oh, phone. phone. No, I've got an A plus. You've got a seven plus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, ECAs. Um, uh, Hashem. Hashem's the captain of the football team. I'm currently yeah. teaching kids how to scoop, scoop in uh, ice cream, swimming. Uh, oh, okay. We tell them to scoop. You know, and then I tell them we're gonna get scoop, ice cream later, and then they leave the swimming pool. And they get sad because they ain't got any ice cream. <laughs> uh, it's depressing. Yeah. So, so I think like ECAs, I mean, how, let's be honest. How how else would you motivate a child? No, to you just can't. <laughs> I, I I once bribed a kid during. So I did the same thing Christian was doing last year. Uh, Christian is doing uh, like uh, I did it last year. I bribed a, a kid with Maltesers just to get him in the pool and actually start swimming, and like. I, I thought it was morally wrong, but it was just funny. Did you get it from the vending machine? Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Support the school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think ECS are a great opportunity to learn something outside the classroom, you know. I think uh, you can do just something just because you like it and not really, like, focus on what you learn from it. Even unconsciously, you're actually learning something through everything yeah, you're doing. To yeah. be honest, when you do an uh, extracurricular activity, you have to learn things on your own. Yeah. Because it's not going to, it's not like a subject where everything's written down. Yeah. Like whatever papers or. It's text, not crystal text, clear to you. Yeah. You're going to have to learn things by yourself. 
and then you're gonna have to apply them by yourself. Yeah, in my opinion, try and get extracurriculars that are not the same as each other. Yeah. Try and like widen your search. So Diversify. Di- yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like yeah, and obviously do something that you're good at and that you enjoy. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you can do something that you just do not enjoy. Just put on your CV, but like, sure, if you want to enjoy it. I mean, it makes your performance better. But to yeah. be honest, like, um, don't just do anything just to put on your CV because, because like it becomes blatantly obvious for just even for the universities that you've just done this to get it on your application. But you can just say I did it for teamwork reasons. Yeah, yeah, but like unless it's a unless it's like a demonstrated interest where you've been doing it for like four or five years continuously with dedication, then it really doesn't count. Mm. Because like if you're doing something like in year eleven, they could easily go like, Oh you started this because you read on our website that we appreciate people who, who do who do sports. Or like we appreciate people who do who do public speaking or something like that, you know? And they just want be individuals who are self-motivated to do things on their own, yeah. not because they're they're being told to or forced. Yeah. To. yeah. Question: Can we mention um, Unifrog? Sh- sure. It's a website. Sure. It's fine. All right. Fill in your activity <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> your activities and your competencies. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think honestly, it's been a really useful tool for me personally because I've been able. I found, to- I found it completely useless. <laughs> no, for univer for university search is actually decent. Yeah. Like if you want to search for universities in the top ones, it's good. That's only that's the only reason I use it. <laughs> uh, I mean, but honestly, over the past week, I've been heavily recording um, the activities and competencies I've been doing in the past in the past year because honestly, I've been I've been slacking and I saw. I think it's natural. This is, this is not a specific thing. Mentality. <laughs> yeah, but but it's natural because you just have so much workload. You just gotta start cutting off somewhere. Yeah, but no, but I'll be honest. I saw it as an optional thing rather than. Rather than a mandatory thing for for the for oh, university applications, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I saw I saw it as a as a as an optional thing rather than rather than mandatory um, oh, to write to write references and, and yeah. whatnot. But but like I just made like a word document which I've been filling in since I was about like fourteen. I just have activities which I've been doing. Mm. Just, That's just good. Me personally. I just keep everything in my head. <laughs> Uh, big brain, big brain corporation. Big brain corporation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dead meme. But yeah, I think staying with ECAs. I think obviously, um, I've been involved in the football team ever since year eight, mm. um, and as of last year, I've been appointed captain. Yeah. Um, which obviously comes with a huge responsibility, not least because I'm also a goalkeeper. Uh, yeah. for the team so I'm, I'm basically I didn't, I didn't notice that I didn't <laughs> notice that gets uh, chipped in the semi-final but it's all cool hey, hey. <laughs> side respect, respect side roast <laughs> <laughs> my man's fuming right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to die Thomas really shirt sure. uh, okay. continue okay Chris okay Chris <laughs> only sees the red <laughs> um, but yeah honestly it it's taught me how to manage leadership styles with different people because obviously as goalkeeper I'm responsible for the whole defensive line um, and sometimes you get different characters um, in your in your defenders so sometimes you you'd get people who are really aggressive and really up for it and sometimes you'd get people who are quite timid but mm. would still get the job done so I mean naturally I would just be a loud, a loud person a loud character just shouting instructions to people. Ali, did you notice that? <laughs> no, I don't notice he's loud. Never. 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 I don't know. I, 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 don't think, know I think about. it's because it's too loud, our ears don't register anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes you'd be outside of the building, the sixth form center could hear hash <laughs> yeah. through the doors. Yeah. I, I think it's important, the, what you said about being with different people. Yeah. And extracurricular activities just like, can offer you that any time. Yeah. Because um, lots of p- different people can have the same interests. 
and working with those people, you can learn to work with different people and how to make a cohesive cohesive team. Yeah. Um, with people of many different backgrounds. Yeah, so I, so I do like um, MUN and stuff, Model United Nations, if you don't know about it. Um, so there, there are people come from different backgrounds and it's very interesting to see how carried away they get supporting another country because the way MUN works is that you're, you're representing another country there. And like and coming these, up with the resolutions. Yeah, like these guys like actually take it so seriously. Like if uh, an Egyptian is representing the United Kingdom and they actually get so carried away if someone mentions Brexit or something like that. Brexit. And it's actually amazing to see because uh, you can see that people are like to work together. You know, uh, I, I personally haven't found anyone being disrespectful towards any other culture or any other. Uh, well, at least uh, now because we're all grown up. Yeah, like. It's just uh, about leadership skills, um, which are really, really crucial. And honestly, building character. building that, like talking specifically about MUN, building that acceptance is yeah. like, very important to build a global global citizen. Yeah. It's like you can't really like, <coughs> just because they have opposing opinions or opposing ideas, you can't shut them down aggressively, you know, because that's n- not parliamentary. It's not really uh, wise of you to say that. And you just look like a fool. Like, no one respects you if you do that. And I think we're taught to respect opinions, but obviously d- disagree with opinions, but in a respectful manner. Yeah. Um, and come up with... And I think that comes with any any leadership opportunity you have, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, are we mentioning his head boy? Yeah. 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 I mean, Hash- Hashim's head boy and Ali and I um, are deputies. And, uh, and Christian... Uh, and Christian is the leader He's of, a senior prefect. Yeah, he's a senior prefect. I'm not even a senior prefect. No, he is I'm, 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 I'm a head, head prefect, not a Higher prefect. Yeah, so we all have leadership responsibilities in school, which uh, I think we all take very seriously. Yeah. yeah, I mean we we have to, and I think it's very useful if yeah. we do just to prepare us for um, both university and um, occupation life, of course. Yeah. All right. Um, I think the next point on on the agenda. <laughs> what do you want to say? I want to segue. Uh, Speaking of football and cultural manners. Yeah, racism in sports. Disgusting. Oh. I disagree with anything. Don't be racist. Just yeah. simply don't be racist. <laughs> uh, so, so, the, so the one particular instance I'm talking about here is the one in Bulgaria. Yeah. Uh, where England played Bulgaria. Yeah, in Bulgaria. No, in Bulgaria. <laughs> and uh, let's just say there were a bunch of black-shirted people there, ultras. Who every time a, a colored skin player got the ball? So say Raheem Sterling or Raheem Sterling. Nazis. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> they would boo them and start making uh, a particular animals noises, which <laughs> are which are racist, uh, which which is racist towards that that, that particular skin no, color. No, no offense to that race, but they're making monkey noises. So. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we're allowed to say that. Yeah, it's just disgusting to be honest. It's like how 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 self how self centered and and. Stupid are you? Childish. I mean, prob- I mean, I mean, you can have like joking racism. No, you can't. No, no, once in a while, no, once in a while, it's okay to have to be jo- to be racist about joking. Ca- say no to casual racism. Hon- honestly, like no, I don't. Casual, casual racism, I can say it's fine every once in a while. I, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say from my point of view. You know, I'm an Indian. You know, we get, we get our share of jokes. You know, Especially as long accent. as I know the person. Yeah, as long as I know the person doesn't really mean it, I'm fine with it. Yeah, but, no, but no, the no, minute, it, but the minute I see a sign that they actually want to offend me. Then I take offense to that, and you know, and then I confront them about it. It's like that. What you're doing is wrong. And here's the thing. Um, I think I don't. I don't understand the meaning of casual racism. Like racism is racism, regardless. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's just like. Yeah, but, but if you know the person, but every I once think, in a while, you just like joke. I think what Chris so, means is like, um, just talk about their their cultures, stereotypes, popular stereotypes, and just uh, point. And, and I think, and I think, I mean, so yeah, long as you don't making mean, fun of the stereotypes, is like I think that's fine. Yeah, that, like, sometimes, sometimes. I mean, so long as you don't mean to offend the person. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you're fine. Um, and I think, but, but in football, it's like, what are you doing? Like, okay, so so I had uh, so I had this conversation with uh, an adult. A few a few weeks ago, when this happened, and the adults just blatantly told me uh, they they were like, yeah, but Secrecy. it's fo- yeah, but it's football, you know, like fans do that to other other teams players anyways. I'm like, no, they don't, you know. This is this is not like um, this doesn't happen on a daily basis. This, no, this is not it even. Bu- this is not even. Yeah, I know. yeah, but this is not even bullying. This is racism. It's like you're actually targeting a certain race on a the group, pitch. A group of people on of the people. pitch. Like, okay, if you wanna, if you wanna, like. The, like, if you want to uh, pick something out of the other team as a whole, go for Sure, go for it. It's fine. Like, it's sports. We get it. Rival fans have uh, different yeah. ways of uh, intimidating the other team. Yeah. But that's racist. But, but, but. You shouldn't be attacking, like, pers- Yeah, that's just racism. Yeah, person There's no excuse to it. Yeah. It's racist. There, there, are, there are limits for. for True. Could, I mean, I mean you could, you, the only way you can, like, demoral a team is just using profanity. But not but racist. Even, even but that, but not racist profanity. Yeah, yeah. Like profanity is fine, but it's like just that that like monkey noise. That's racism. Okay, that's racism. But if you want to like distract the team, you can just yeah. Okay, use yeah. profanity. That's, that's fine. That's even so. Obviously, cool. we that's, obviously we don't condone it. Yeah, but that's fine. Like that's that's <laughs> that's still like that's uh, to an extent that's uh, that's about sports. Like just a, what happens. A player and a player should be I able know. to like a player should be able to like brush it off, brush it off, um, and go on with their life. Yeah. Like and ignore it in yeah. any in any sport regardless even golf there's high emotion so yeah. yeah so if something happens you're bound to use and I think bad words and I think the problem with it with uh, racism as a whole is both the education and the punishment um, yeah I think it was two days ago um, that UEFA fined Bulgaria seventy three thousand uh, pounds and gave them a too much um, that's nothing too much stadium ban and Nicholas Bentner. Who yeah. he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. Don't buy it. The old FIFA listeners out there, Nicholas Man, top guy, top lad. He did an advert, an advertisement for I think it was a betting company, mm. um, and he got eighty thousand, which is haram, by the way. Don't mm. condone betting. Yeah, <laughs> and he got and he got eighty thousand um, pounds. Yeah, exactly. That's seventy three thousand pounds. Like one single person could pay seventy three thousand pounds as a fine. If they're leading the whole uh, Bul- Bulgarian football association, and in no way we meant we just mean to like um, central Bulgaria as a whole, but like as a country, because obviously it's a minority of yeah, people yeah, that are doing it's it. Not even a minority; it's like half the stadium was full of ultras. Like that's disgusting. Like as a country, I would like. Ob- obviously, I'm in no position to like uh, talk about Bulgaria's uh, inner stuff with what goes on inside, but like. Let's say country X, half of a half of a football stadium was full of ultras. I would expect that country X to take some actions against that and making sure it never happens again. But it's just keep on, it just keeps on happening. You know, at some point you just got to take some action on the whole country as a whole. And the problem is, we even saw saw in the lower leagues, um, Haringey Borough um, were playing a game in the in the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, and they were forced to, and they in fact walked yeah. off. And in no means do we do we say that English football does not have racism. English football is full of racism too. Yeah. Like any kind of football is full of racism. It's just we need to eradicate it, uproot it once and for all, because it's actually getting disgusting. Yeah. And it's I think like it's not it's not like 
as a, as a person, as a as a let's just say a black kid, a human being. Yeah, as a human being, a black human being growing up playing football is not going to be attracted to playing in a sport where they're disrespected blatantly, like publicly. Of course, yes. yeah. Like, that's just it's it's actually it's just sad. Hmm. And and these people just need to be educated or actually jailed. But the thing is, racism is a very uh, objective kind of uh, and it's very broad as well yeah it's like yeah. you can't really single out someone there's no really concrete way of trying to yeah. fix racism in any type of way mm-hmm. As, and a lot of people would argue that what they're doing in this racist sense is all right and you shouldn't be even talking to them or like uh, regulating them what, what their thoughts are yeah i mean i will i'll mention an, a racist anecdote um and i'm sure ali will remember this um, as part of book week, we were assigned to read um, stories to kindergarten kids. Okay. So one of the stories was about um, one of the stories was about. I have no clue about this. One, um, <laughs> all right, I'll just mention. Was this before the, before I came? It's like plus two years ago. Yeah, year ten. Ooh. Remember, remember when we went and was it during English? Yeah, it was during English. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think I was with you guys. I think you were in a different room. Who who is it? Who is this? We'll beep that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll beep the whole, this whole section out. We'll yeah, beep this whole section out. Um, but yeah, bro, the kid. Okay, it, the the story was about like animals and stuff. Okay, yeah. and oh, I, I know about this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. why I started laughing because when he said <laughs> it was a story about animals. No, no, no. I know. I know about. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I know about this. The guy went monkey, monkey, and then pointed to Ali, monkey. Yeah. yeah. How do you even fix like that type? I don't know. I think, I think racism from a young age. I think it's just uh, they're a product of their environment. Like yeah, if, if this is happening with their parents, with their siblings, then they're gonna be doing it. And then like we don't we don't want to say that like it's always the parents' fault. But like the parents at least have the right to correct the child. They they being... take some of the responsibility. Yeah, but but like yeah. it's just where were their parents? Where like how do you even see was... color as a child? It's like. As a child, you should be taught we're all human beings. Like, there is no nationality, there is no race. You should be proud of where you're from. That's it. It's like, <laughs> old, old proud of where you're are, from. Old children have no uh, language barrier, what's it called? Like, they say what they want. They don't think mm. before they say No filter. It. Yes, no but, filter. But, but, but the thing is, like, the, who gives the child an idea that a, a black person can be associated, associated to a monkey? Like, no one gets or an in, idea. Or inferior to anyone yeah, else. Yeah, like, no one gets the idea just like that. Like, if I was a child and I hadn't read anything... I would never get that idea out of the blue. I just find that really unnatural. And like a product of the history, which has happened in the world, unfortunately, it's just led to this. And the thing is, we can't stop it right now, for some reason. We, we, we should be able if, to. I think it's up to the to the higher powers, like the governments, the, the, yeah. the government To be honest, no, I find, I find you have to start at home. You have to start yeah, at home. Depends on racist, you racist. Yeah, like, you just got to change your mindset. And like, I, I, any, I just force... I just hope, like, the viewers, uh, the listeners, like, I hope, like, you you never instill racism or, like, any kind of, like, prejudice in your child. Because that's just, like, you're not making a global citizen right there, yeah. you know? <coughs> some There's some types of racism that people don't actually know that it's racist mm. or stereotypical. And again, it is the education that, yeah. that removes, eradicates all of that. Mm. Like, we all go to an international school. So seventy-four we, different nationalities. Seventy-four different nationalities. That's amazing, you know. Really? Yeah, that's mad. So we 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 meet like all types of people, and yeah. I think it comes naturally. Yeah, we just we just know that some things are wrong and bad to say about other people. Yeah, but like people in closed societies, they they don't know what they're saying is wrong or demeaning to other people. 
Yeah, I think being proud of your nationality and your origin is not is is not it's wrong. Amazing. It's fact, amazing. That's yeah, yeah. Really so long as it doesn't. Um, no, I would say do it. But so long as it doesn't infuriate any other. But I don't think any nationality, like being proud of any nationality, would automatically infuriate anyone else. Like you can't say I'm Indian and that automatically means that I'm infuriating some other nationality. It yeah. just doesn't work like that. It's, it's uh, until you say something which is directly making someone feel inferior is when it's wrong. Yeah. It's like, be proud of where you're from, you know? Be proud of your culture, everything. Lebanon, proud of <laughs> Let's go. Indian games. <laughs> um, I think, okay, since we started with football, I think it's only right that we mention VAR. Especially, yeah. especially in the Premier League. I, I don't mind it. To be I honest. don't watch football anymore. Yeah, I, I, I stopped watching football. I've never watched football. <laughs> I just don't have the time or the patience only, or the interest anymore. Only thing I see, only thing I know about VAR is the guy does the box shape and then they go to a camera and then it's the complete opposite thing of what's actually supposed to happen. <laughs> That's all I know about. To be honest, VAR. I find a lot of people complaining, but it's like there are pros and cons to everything. You know. I yeah. mean, if if you're with that team, you're saying it's right. Yeah, if you're exactly. With, if you're against that team, you're saying it's wrong. Yeah, so, you're just making a fairer game. You know, but the thing is, like I, I'm for VAR and um and all that's about it. I think the only VAR. VAR. The only problem, I think, the only problem with it is its use. Um, so if you don't, if you don't know, VAR is only used for red cards, penalties, mistaken identity, or goals. Yeah. Um. So it's it's, it's not like twins are playing on the pitch. <laughs> no, 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 it happens. Like, if there are five people combined together, you don't know, like, if there's, like, a huddle, you don't know what's happening. Here's the thing, it happened because in Arsenal versus Chelsea, oh, I think... Was it was it with Ox and Gibbs? Yeah. Kieran Gibbs and Alex yeah. Oxlade-Chamberlain. He sent off the wrong guy. <laughs> um, it's like, you two look alike. Casual <laughs> <laughs> yeah, racism right there. <laughs> from the ref, not Christian, from the ref. It's not me, it's not me, don't worry, I'm not racist. <laughs> Most of the time. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> bro! Excuse me, bro. <laughs> can we not? <laughs> yeah, it's just like VAR has pros and cons. It's like the sooner you just adapt to it, just the better it is. Stop I complaining. Think, <laughs> I think the people aren't in, aren't informed of, of the decisions and the process of decision making. English That's... English football fans <laughs> are like ref. Anything that happens on the pitch, ref, pen, give me a re- give me a foul, pen, send ref, them off, send them off. Like it's just like. Stop complaining, man. Just get on with the sport. <laughs> Alright. Speaking of VAR and r- video replays, F1 and its replays. Oh. Uh, did you see the oh, the graphic? The tire graphic? Oh, yeah. That was and nice. That was nice. It was nice, but like... It's a not lot really of pe- useful. A lot of people deemed it very inaccurate. Yeah, it's not really... It's tire deck. You can't really calculate it as like that, like properly. Like, to be honest, Hamilton complains about his tires... In the second lap. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who uh, doesn't like F1. We're just going to talk about F1 for a while. For like 15, 20 minutes. If you want to skip like 15, 20 minutes ahead, go for it. Uh, hey guys, that's true. If you're wanting to be skipping this, just skip to minute 41 into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's it's the gonna, time. It's going to probably be me because I, I don't even watch F1 at all. Yeah. Here, okay, here's the time where we talk about something a bit more interesting. <laughs> um... Ha, you guys ain't gonna listen to it. <laughs> uh, well, for for current like F one, I just think like there's too much of a. It's a tire a, game this, instead of a racing game. Yeah, it's, a, it's too much of a discrepancy. It's no, no, it's about what's it called. No, it's, it's not pit even stops a, entire life. They don't race anymore. They just try and no, take those tires. No, it's not even that. It's just a money game now. It's like any team with the money they have to spend, 
They're gonna spend it. They're gonna get the best out of cars: Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, McLaren. That's no, that's McLaren why, to a lesser extent, I think. That's why uh, 21, twenty one. Yeah, that's 20, why I'm waiting for the twenty twenty one regulation. Twenty twenty one regulations, new tire rims. Yeah, yeah, the 20, 22 inch uh, alloy. It was 18 inch. It was 18. 18? 18 yeah. inch. I think the current one is about 12. 10, 10, 10, 12. Yeah. It's supposed to decrease tire deck and make it. I want to go back to the times when like we had Goodyear tires or like early Pirelli years. Mm. when uh, Bridgestone tires are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, <clears throat> when you had like two to three pit stops or something like that, you know? Mm. Not yeah. just one. And the refueling. The refueling yeah, was exactly. nice. No, but refueling got unsafe though. Yeah, they got to say, but it's nice because you have to think about the fuel and think how much yeah. you're going to put in. Yeah, but, it's but, more of a tactics game. Yeah. And it's just like, there's so much complexity in the development and it's just so blatantly obvious right now that any team that puts in the money, they're going to get the result. Yeah. And any team that doesn't, <laughs> Williams, or not. <laughs> and <laughs> I know. think... I think One point. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is um, that inferior teams, like some, sometimes you'll be forced to... Um, to retire from races simply to save the car. Yeah, like, like uh, Williams in Russia. Yeah. There's like enough car parts. With like signs, signs in uh, Mexico. He retired because he didn't want to, he didn't want his, uh, was it Norris? Norris Norris, Norris, yeah. Norris, Norris retired because of the pit stop and then he had to like be yeah, rolled yeah, back. Yeah. So, so it's like there's no point in yeah, racing exactly, anymore. Because he just, he, he wanted to save the, the engine uh, yeah. From from usage, you know, there's just no point in racing yeah. anymore. He was two laps, three laps behind. Yeah, it's like Sp- speaking of McLaren and their engines, Mercedes. You know, Mercedes are just amazing, man. Like to be honest, the drivers are okay. Like they're still like really good, <laughs> the creme de la creme. Of course, but but it's just the combination with that car. Oh my god, like you, it's unbeatable. And right McLa- now. McLaren engines in 2020. Uh, sorry, Mercedes engines in 2021 for McLaren. You know? Yeah, but to be honest, after the <laughs> summer break. Ferrari made some massive improvements. Yeah. And I think it was... For, for, Ferrari was about like three, four I tenths think, behind I think they, they, Mercedes they have, in every race. Yeah. Not in qualifying, but in every race, they're like three, four tenths behind until after the, after the summer break. I think a I lot of that... I would say Mercedes, uh, Ferraris have the better car right now. A lot of that was down to the <clears throat> improvements they did to the front of the car, especially the front wing. Downforce. Yes. They were lacking a lot of downforce. <clears> Where was it? Singapore? Singapore. Yeah, Singapore yeah. really surprised me. It's just like they got one, they got one, two. And then finish with a one two. Yeah. Mm. I mean the qualifier. Oh, one three, right? Hamilton yeah. came second. Yeah. yeah. No. No, Hamilton one, two, came fourth. One. Hamilton came second. Hamilton in the came qualifying. Fourth. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think speaking of Singapore qualifying, Leclerc's Singapore Leclerc, qualifying. Leclerc is a, a brilliant young upcoming talent, man. Like him and Verstappen. Verstappen, if, if Verstappen gets the car, yeah, he, he can win <coughs> titles. Yeah, like this guy. Like I find, I find a lot of Vettel in in Verstappen. Like, Vettel was aggressive as hell. He didn't follow team orders. He had no respect for anyone on the field. But he was good with the car. He won races. That's all that He mattered. got the job done. Yeah, that's all, that's all that mattered to him. Yeah. And I find, like, Verstappen is the same. It's like, he just doesn't have the right car yet. If he, if he maybe went to... But to be honest, like, we said the same thing about Vettel. Like, uh, Red Bull in the 2014 season didn't have the best car. Ferrari had the best car with Alonso and Raikkonen, I think. Or Massa, Massa, yeah. So we we thought that Vettel was gonna do amazingly good in Ferrari, but he hasn't won a single WDC at yeah. Ferrari, you know. So it's like the combination. Like I think Vettel drives a likes a high downforce car. Like we just know that from Red Bull, he loves a high downforce car. How long will it be until Ferrari win another the, WDC? It's uh, no since since the start of the turbo hybrid era, it's just been Mercedes. Yeah, it's because their their development is amazing. It's like 
Uh, to be honest, maybe maybe some other teams like McLaren and stuff they're gonna have a chance after the twenty twenty one regulation changes. You know, the, after that, any they, team that can they're sending a cap to the prices. Yeah, any the, team that can adapt to those regulations, the fastest and the and most efficient, efficiently, like it's gonna is gonna probably start yeah. start winning but races. To be honest, Williams were doing good until the twenty eighteen season. Yeah. But can, can we talk about how Hamilton's and Vettel's contracts are ending next year? Yeah. And Verstappen's. And Verstappen's, yeah. But I think, I think Hamilton, if he wins the seventh world title, he'll retire. I don't think so. If he wins the next world title, he's going to retire. And then Mercedes going to bring Verst- Mercedes going to bring Verstappen from Red Bull? No. For the I, 2021, they're going to bring him from Red Bull? I don't think so. I think what's going to happen, in my opinion, <coughs> and, is like... Uh, and keep in mind, F2, Mick Schumacher... Yeah. He's definitely gonna come. But he doesn't. Uh, I don't see the Schumacher in him. He's no. definitely coming up to F one, and they're saying by but, next season he him. But not at we, the top four though. Because Raikkonen is retiring next year. Yeah. They're saying Hang that on. he's gonna take maybe maybe he, Alfa Romeo. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. take the Alfa Romeo spot, the Ferrari seat, but Alfa Romeo or Giovinazzi is gonna stay in Alfa Romeo, and then two three years we'll move him up to. Yeah, Ferrari. don't forget Giovinazzi seat is yeah. dependent on Ferrari. Well, what's the new Toro Rosso name? Alfa Tori. Alfa Tori. Yeah. 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 I just, in my opinion. <laughs> I think what's going to happen is that Vettel, is, he's not going to stay at Ferrari. I don't think Ferrari even wants him anymore. Where's he going to go to? Red Bull. He's going to go back to Red Bull. Even though it's against their uh, ethos that because they like bringing people up from the Red Bull Academy. Like Helmut Marko likes bringing people up from the Red Bull Academy. But I just think that I, I don't see Vettel winning at Ferrari. Like he, he Dr. Just, Helmut Marko. Dr. Helmut, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't see Vettel winning at Ferrari. I just don't think he's got the, the psychology <coughs> right now, you know. He's, he's under pressure, and uh, he's got that Ferrari weightage behind him. That he's, he's been here for, like, what, seven years now? He hasn't won a single WDC, yeah. and that's expected of him because he is a four-time world, world driver champion. You know? yeah. The question regarding um, seats and, like, driver seats, Hulkenberg, where's he going to go? Hulkenberg's not coming back, is he? Exactly. I don't think he's ever going to come back. He's going to go to Formula E. Yeah. His, his intention is to stay in Formula E. I think he's, he might go to longer <coughs> duration races, like 24 hours a month. Yeah, he did go to the month. I mean, he won it. Yeah, but I don't think, I think he likes to go Formula E or some type of racing. Yeah. And he's not going to hmm. come back to Formula 1. I mean, he's not showed his intention because, to... Because, because you have upcoming drivers from F2 that are going to come up. You have Latifi. Yeah. Uh, Latifi is already trying out for Williams. Latifi is definitely going into Williams. Kubitz is retiring. Yeah. You. I was really surprised Nick DeVries didn't get a spot. Mm. Yeah. He won Formula E instead. And there's this Italian guy. I forgot his name. DeVries is wasting his life, to be honest. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Formula is a is a retirement club. It's it's not where you go from F two. Mm. True. True. Uh, Ali, uh, welcome back to the conversation. Hello. Oh, and, uh, hello to all viewers who didn't listen to the F1 part. Welcome back. <laughs> I'll, pro- I'll probably add in the Time skip, skip <laughs> to such things though. You just, you just go... <laughs> are we, are we going to add a Renault engine SFX? <laughs> yeah, we should. We, should. <laughs> we probably should. Uh, move, moving on. Like, like all I could hear was Hamilton and Eclair. 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 That's a sweet man. <laughs> that in a driver. That, that's all I thought about. <laughs> um, moving on, um, I think uh, it's only suiting that uh, due to Ali and I just had a test, admission test. Let's talk about some admission tests as a topic, you know? Mm. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> well, no one wants to talk about it, you know? But, like, I think it's crucial. Especially for people who are applying to the US. Mm. You know, the US is just like, it's like tests on tests on I'm tests. I'm sorry, if you go to the US, you're rich. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You're rich. I'm sorry. As an international, if, US fees are. are if, you, if you can afford the international fees for the US or UK now, 
you're rich. No, the UK is like half the price of the UK is half the price, but it's still a lot. Yeah, but like, I mean, unless you go into the US by like, scholarship, <laughs> shout out which to, no one gets. Shout out Ryan. Shout out Ryan. <laughs> What's up, my airplane boy? <laughs> yeah, but like he's getting the Saudi give, scholarship. Give, give, give me one on the Saudi Airlines, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like for for example, like in in the US they have SATs, then they have ACTs, then for, I think everyone has to do some IELTS and TOEFLs because we're all second language like yeah, speaking. They, countries they, they restrict a lot of no but I think I think language. if you get a certificate from the UK I don't think you no. have to no because they, they, they even, you, they even you told have, you have to get an IELTS or do you or do you, yeah, or do you have to be in a country live in that country no so you you, if you have a passport from a country which doesn't uh, have a first language English then you gotta do IELTS mm. well, which I, I, they're, I they're I, easy I, by I, the I way IELTS they're, they're very easy I did really good in Except writing, except writing. <laughs> They're so easy though. Writing is just. So I, can't, I can't. I can't say the same about SATs. <laughs> SATs. They're so like it makes sense that they're suited towards American curriculum because uh, people there like I find I personally find myself uh, like I know these guys haven't you guys haven't done any of anything read anything about American APs and stuff I've, like I've, that. I've, I've, I've tried practice tests for SATs. And I did the oh, yeah, cause uh, English English right listen no reading yeah evidence based reading they, they, and they, they just talk about the history of America and like I don't want to know about this yeah story. that's like a topic yeah that's a topic in every that, single that, test that's every single test you have a, uh, a history passage. history yes. history about US you have something to do with science yeah. and something to do with story yeah and then something to do with the history book yeah yeah standardized tests that's what they it's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, I think it's a standardized aptitude test. Yeah. Google. It is, I think. Um, but to it's be honest... Diff- it's a, the American universities like, gauge students in a different way from UK universities. Yeah. yeah. Like they want... Like Breath. UK, they want more... Um, specialization. Specialization. Flexibility in knowing different things in the subject. In that subject. In the subject. Scholastic assessment test. No, that's not or, what it is. Or a scholastic aptitude test. Probably that was. I don't think that's that's what SAT stands for. You're arguing with Google. Why are you arguing with me? You know oh, what? Correct us in the comments if we're wrong. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Anyhow, yeah, it's like you just find yourself practicing for the same test, but for UK oh, universities, you can never really um, know what what the test is going to be like and know what your performance is going to be beforehand. Yeah. For SAT, you, you know the type of questions they're going to be asking. Because there are so many past papers. And because, because it's just a repetition. No, you, thing Basically yeah, like GCSE. <laughs> it's like, um, for example, like I, I personally think that American curriculum focuses more on like the, the breadth of knowledge instead of like the focus in the subject, you know? Like the, at university, you get to choose, uh, at American university, you get to choose a, a wide array of subjects like humanities, sciences, Maths and like social sciences. I think yeah, believe me, you don't want you do not want to take humanities. I think yeah, the, but like, I think the US prepares you more for like a global citizen point of view. Yeah, like life in the wider world, whereas UK just like focuses on industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My 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 cousins do a uh, American shout out to my cousins if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do uh, they out. do psychology and they call it philosophy in Arabic, so it's basically like. Nonsense. Philosophy, basically. Philosophy. Yeah. So it's like philosophy. There's no point. So, but, but, yeah. So like, it's so like SATs. They they, they just 
they just focus on like uh, the they're, they're mainly aimed for people who've done the APs and stuff because they're already prepared for that. Mm. But then us being a, being from a UK British curriculum, doing the IGs, doing AS level, A levels, we focus on like those kinds of things. Even even though the SAT focuses on like very base level knowledge of say ellipticals or like uh, ellips uh, ellipses in maths or something, but we don't really cover that in the A levels. Even though America does it very briefly, it's also a very abstract topic to come across while just revising for a standardized test, t- standardized test, you know. So I just I just I just hope America finds a way to to actually gauge a person's knowledge, not just based on like a on like an aptitude test, which they mainly aim at American students before international students too, you know. So like if they had an aptitude test for people who are, who are doing the A levels or like people who are doing Indian syllabus or like IBs and, and stuff like that, you know. As per the UK admissions test, they're just you just gotta be a master at your subject, man. <laughs> like you yeah, just you, gotta master your subject. You, you gotta know what you're doing before you enter the test. That's it. Yeah. If you demonstrated today. If 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 you don't know what if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna fail. Cheers, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> but like 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 I find so it's so different. It's like your 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 admissions test is so different from what you do in June. It's so different. Yeah, and I can't imagine the pressure that comes with it. Um, I mean, how how do you cope with? such pressure you just gotta you just gotta start preparing from it from year 12 that's my that's my advice start preparing for like note down all the tests you gotta do start preparing at least a year before yeah yeah don't and push it to the last month like i did called, uh, coping for pressure you the uni applications don't stress it out man just but but it. send the best application yeah. you can like don't don't but send them no, some something you just did like unis, uh, I'm, unis i'm applying to they don't need personal yeah students. unis you're applying to i'm applying to ivy <laughs> but, but, i can't send them like a, no, no, but, yeah but, i just did this but, in two but, hours but it's 100, 150, like top 100 top 50 universities still good yeah i know it's still yeah. amazing but like if you're if you're planning to go for the top five top 10 top 15 the competition will be will be like, immense yeah. there i see being focusing that much on the applications i just upload the stuff i need and i leave it yeah but like yeah, just like if you're I mean, doing, uni, enough. If you're doing enough. uni applications, do them honestly. Do them with all your heart. Pour and your heart out in the application. And be yourself. Yeah, and be yourself. Don't do it just because you have to do it. You know. Yeah, if you're writing personal statement, just talk be, about talk about who you are and what you do. Don't talk. Don't think. Don't talk about what you think they'd like. Yeah. 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 Uh, pulling it back from uh, from one of our earlier conversation, uh, as like you're doing things, um, which are uh, just mainly focus like just you're doing them just for application don't do them be consistent yeah ever since you started middle school just take that let's say you start you started ali like you did trombone or like saxophone when you were there you've taken that you've taken that for like seven years or whatever how many years you're learning it for yeah and you've mastered that instrument you know just be like that because you that's so that's something you you can show your university you have commitment and longevity yeah it's like you have commitment towards something you do you know and you can be good at it and it's I think important to have a hobby as well yeah, yeah. You're, how, how good you are is you can gauge it by yourself yeah. and how much you want to go forward and try to advance in that the problem is but people have hobbies which don't really interest the university for example or, or hobbies that can actually video games any, for example any, any hobby I think any hobby you can get some very useful skills yeah. like which which hobby do you mean video games you can you can get so many. I can write a whole if essay take, on. If you take video games seriously, or whatever, like I don't know, like learning how to strategize. And I think another problem. No, but I, the thing is, like, I think what he means is like doing video games is like a pastime. I wouldn't say, but like, if you're gonna do a hobby, 
just make it so you can actually compete in that field you know and like i think ali the, competes yeah, as the, a musician the problem the problem with um hobbies sometimes is that they can't be recorded they can't be like mm. formalized into a, into a personal statement yeah. mm. um so yeah i think find a way or find find an institution or find a company that <clears throat> can give you skills in yeah. in in the stuff you like doing yeah it's like taking something seriously though yeah yeah not in school and yeah. you, and which you can quantify you know yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you can't just be like oh i like playing video games hey, what have you done about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah anybody can play video games. Yeah. Yeah. what have you done about it i yeah. can say i played candy crush <laughs> in my free time how's that going to help you in computer science <laughs> or maths i had coordination that's all i'm going to say <laughs> oh are you are you go- are you doing something in life which requires a lot of hand eye coordination no really. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense does it's, it um it's uh, just something i enjoy yeah uh i think personally um keeping up consistency my, uh, the way i do it is that um if you have a large project split it up into into small pro- uh, small chunks or or smaller projects um that way at least when you complete uh, complete something you can feel kind of the joy of mm. of completing something and it it basically builds your momentum going forward yes. uh, rather rather than looking at it and perceiving it as one big one big mountain that you have to climb yeah or like a step you have to take towards reaching university do it because you love it you know yeah. set a broader goal um but split it up into yeah. into that's specific also, tasks that also takes away the pressure which it puts on you segueing into another <laughs> topic how do you guys deal with pressure which school causes well he segued into that like 10 minutes ago yeah i did we do it <laughs> <laughs> we just say uh-huh. coping with pressure uh-huh. <laughs> educational future To be honest, I personally just li- just like to chill, you know, just to watch Netflix as chilling, like sleep. Just stopped caring about how well I do compared to other people. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's a big thing. If you aspire to be better than that person, then once you reach that level, so very toxic. Like, I found it very toxic. That, I, personally, my main competition is myself. Yeah, exactly. That's why my mommy told me always not to compare myself with friends. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I mean, when you shout out to all moms. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, mommy. <laughs> Mama, I made it. <laughs> I'm famous. Yeah, we're going live, man. Um but yeah I think if you aspire to be better than someone else once you get to that level I think you start slacking and you yeah, and you feel and you feel complacent no, you, you reach that point it's like oh what do I do now yeah yeah like where do I go from here yeah, yeah. I think and I think like, you need to build think, good no, relationships I think I think you should achieve before you achieve that goal you should set another goal for yourself so you keep on having something to to look, work towards yeah, yeah to work towards yeah. you don't you just don't just set one goal it's like okay I'm going to do this yeah and I think surrounding yourself with people that push you to the limits us um, yeah <laughs> um i think yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean no bro like uh, ali pushes me academically hashim pushes me like leadership like we push each other like bear like in school like yeah, you want to we it's <laughs> uh, not my fault <laughs> we, you can take that as like an opportunity yeah we want to get the better of uh, each of other. ourselves yeah yeah You can always learn something from the people around. I push it to be more relaxed. Yeah, relaxed. Relax. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it for today. We, yeah. we pushed it to an hour, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if today was boring. <laughs> Next time it won't be boring. It'll improve. Hopefully. Guys, if you're listening to us, our schoolmates, don't slate us in school. This was a trial run. <laughs> We're hopefully going to improve. What do you mean? It's been an hour. What do you mean it's been a trial run? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just... Uh, 
this is where we started. It's only going to go from here. Yeah. yeah. Episode one of many, hopefully. Yeah. We'll take any usually, uh, feedback. It's usually episode one that's the worst. You guys want to plug your socials or something? Yeah, we, we can do shout-outs. I we don't can, want oh, people to know what I we, we, <laughs> we, we, could, uh, we could answer questions. Yeah. Like, if you have a question, you could send it to us via yeah. WhatsApp if you're a friend or via email, which we will include later. Yeah. Okay. Or socials? Yeah, like I, I don't mind talking about social. So, um, RM underscore Hashim on everything. It's all private, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my, yeah my, my, my account is uh, Chris Zaydan. It's very simple. Just follow me. Um, Please. My Insta is SidSing underscore 15. And it's private. And my Twitter is one SidSing S-I-D-S-I-N-G-H one. On Twitter, it's all private. I guess I could plug my Twitter. That's the only thing that I'm comfortable sharing. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. You know, it's like dro- <laughs> drop me a DM or something. You know, please. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> my Twitter is just my name backwards. Alopedan Ali. It's like A L O B A I D A N. I think that's about it for today. I thank you for listening. Boys. It's been a pleasure, everyone. <laughs> I thank you and good night. Bye bye. Slide shout. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ta. <laughs> All right, see ya.